1: Hello and welcome to another video games to the max. I am your host Sean Garman here with me, as always, is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And right now I don't remember which number show this is at the moment, so
0: somewhere I've, in the 160 range. <laughs> that's what I feel
1: like I, it is, but then I think I, it's I, no, I think it's like, it,
0: past like 162 yeah, it's or something, 171
1: but... this so this is officially number 171 and of course we are the official video games podcast at w2net.com and we are in partnership with the last word on life and fullmania.com as well so let's like thank them as always for hosting us and well so on tap for this show because it's December there's one big game left which comes out on Friday I already have it ready to download whenever they want to give out the code and or well whenever GameStop wants to give out the code I should say and then we'll pretty much there'll be some indies here and there but every it'll be all about talking about game of the year and whatnot so why not and usually, actually, what gets everything started with Game of the Year is the Game Awards, which take place, I think, December 7th. So we're going to give our predictions, sort of a who we want to win and also who we think will win, uh, on those. And, of course, we'll also talk about the news uh, that's been going on. Lots of stuff with loot boxes still. God, I feel like we just can't stop talking about loot boxes. Give me a break, yeah, the,
0: people. the gift that keeps on giving... <laughs>
1: ironically uh more <laughs> more studios uh more more things shutting down uh super mario is going to have cereal and yeah uh so uh, there there's a few other things in there too but we'll we'll start with how we always start here' with talking about uh games that we're playing things that we have seen first of all since it came out today i I got a message early this morning had to watch it before i went to work what did you think of the infinity war
0: trailer it was fine like it it didn't show much but that wasn't really designed to i mean it's just supposed to get people excited for it and it did
1: the ending of course was the nice reveal of the guardians of the galaxy meeting at least thor we don't know if anybody else happens to be in the room with thor at the time but uh, well,
0: like, you envision like the like Thor going like let's go let's go to Earth or something or you know let's stop Thanos.
1: Yeah, they do show Thanos without his gear on, which is interesting.
0: I, I thought he looked kind of bad about
1: that. <laughs> yeah, he looked kind of weird. Uh, I'm assuming that he will eventually put all the stones in the thing in the gauntlet because they show him like with two. Yeah. Uh, and he puts him in there and they did confirm Captain Marvel will be or yeah, Captain Marvel. Is it Miss Marvel? I don't know no. No, Captain it. Marvel. It's okay. a different
0: Ms. Marvel's a different character.
1: So Captain Marvel will be in the movie. uh Scarlett Johansson confirmed that. They think they sort of teaser in there, but you don't they don't really uh say much about it and you see other characters in there so they it's the whole point is to make a big deal about them all kind of coming
0: together and whatever also marvel movies have been known to like lie about trailers like thor did that like thor 3 did that so i'd take anything in this trailer kind of with a grain of (laughs) salt
1: yeah let's see if half of what we saw in the trailer actually winds up in the movie yeah but Still cool. Two minutes and twenty five seconds of footage to well, see to get your hype. More to.
0: exciting, more exciting than Justice League.
1: <laughs> A lot of things <laughs> I mean, more exciting than Justice League uh, at this point. So, what have you been playing this week?
0: Uh, pretty much the same stuff. Uh, hand of Fate two. Uh, I finished. Finally finished. ordering the Blind Forest. Uh, So how do you
1: feel reaching the ending of you know a hard game?
0: I mean it's a it's a very pretty game. I just didn't really like how much how like it played like that well. Like the platforming, not that and the combat, I thought was kind of lacking. Uh, Like I stumbled upon, I I beat the game without even realizing it. I was like, I just escaped from this like mountain and then it's a game over, and I was like. I thought there'd be, like, a boss fight or something, you know, something a little more, like, climactic, not just, you escape the mountain at the end. I'm like, okay. Also, like, there were, like, large swaths of that game I didn't even, like, look look at or, like, go through, so I was missing, like, a few abilities as I finished it.
1: Yeah, I, that's kind of weird. Do you think for with how that game tells the story and all that stuff, that there would be this kind of big climactic. You sure there's not, like, several endings or anything?
0: Not that I saw. Uh, the whole thing, like, the big enemy in the game is, like, this, like, evil looking bird thing that, like, is kind of constantly chasing you or, like, you know, hindering your progress and then, like, the end of the game is, uh, you light this, you light this, like, fire in the mountain and it, like, Restores the forest somehow, and like the bird goes to like be with her egg to like protect it, and it's, like sacrifices itself to save the egg. It's like, all right, <laughs> like it reminded me of, like a lot like a Secret of Nim or like you know an or, like an early Disney movie something like that. Like, but it doesn't make for a fun playing game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, well,
0: I, I, mean, I, I never finished it, but... Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of just a brutal, like a hard game, just in general. Like, the platforming can get really annoying. But I'm happy to finish it finally. Like, i I, I tried, I stopped and started with that game, like, a few different times, so... Now that I can finally be done with it. <laughs>
1: Well, one of the better games in the year that it came out, so...
0: yeah, yeah. And aside from that, I've been playing GTA V on PC, and I reinstalled Dragon Quest Heroes on PC. How's that? Uh, Fine, except it does not like Windows 10 that much, or like Windows 10 and my video card. Like, I have to disable movies for the game to even run.
1: Man, that seems, like, annoying just to uh, get a game to run. you got to disable other stuff. Well, I have to do that, too.
0: <laughs> well, like, when I started the game, it was like your – I set the game for, like, ultra-high graphics, and it was like your video card, like, you're on Windows 10, it might have issues with, like, particle effects. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And it, like, just crashed the desktop constantly. And I was like – alright, let's start troubleshooting, and I, like, fiddled with some options, and nothing worked, and then I finally just hit, like, disable movies, and that seemed to work, and I was like, alright, this is dumb, but I guess we'll we'll go for it.
1: (laughs) Hey, why not? Didn't you get the second one?
0: No, I only got the first one. Adam took the second one for PS4. Oh, okay. But... now, yeah, now that Ori's out of the way, I'll be getting a uh, Song of the Deep tomorrow, hopefully. So that'll be another Metroidvania just to, to to start.
1: <laughs> the one and only GameStop game so far.
0: Yep, for a cool forty-eight cents.
1: <laughs> hey, you can't beat forty-eight cents other than free.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Why not? Uh, anything feel any different on anything on Henna Fate Two or?
0: Uh, the PC version runs slightly better, but it's still not like the smoothest game. Uh, aside from that, it's still fine. like I'm not I don't think I'm gonna finish it all the way through because there's 20 different can like 20 different levels and that that take a while. <laughs> but yeah, it's still a good game. like it's a big improvement over the first one, so if you like the first one, give this a shot.
1: Well good to know that at least it runs a little better, not as chop used to PS4.
0: Like if I was to give points I I'd probably give the PS4 version like a seven out of ten. Probably the PC version like an eight.
1: Hey, see that's an upgrade right there.
0: Yeah. Like it's not like the smoothest thing in the world, but it does it does run a little better, you know.
1: Yeah, better than having to deal with all the problems when they haven't said anything about a patch or anything like that.
0: Oh no, that. yeah, forget That's that.
1: Cool. <laughs> so love you. That's about it for
0: me. How about you?
1: I You're am, playing some new stuff. <laughs> yes, I am still banging away at Pokemon. Uh, the I I got uh, Wolfenstein 2 as uh, during the Black Friday deal. I am in like the first. I think. Like the third time you go through a cutscene in the first level,
0: because
1: <laughs> I tried playing on the third, diffi- the medium difficulty and I kept dying and I got tired of it. In-, in this one spot, it's like you go in this underground part and it's dark, then you go out and there's like a ton of freaking dudes, and the checkpoints are not very forgiving. Sometimes you have to go some long treks without a checkpoint. And, yes, I would get through the hard part with all the people in the room, and then I'd get to the next part, and I'd die. And I was like, okay, I'm tired of dying in the same spot. And so I just lowered it to the second difficulty, and I got through that finally. And I haven't played it um, again after that. Mainly because I've... You know, like... The the frickin' first, like, 30 minutes of that game is incredible in the scenes that you see. <laughs> like, you definitely get ready to get jarred if you haven't played yeah. that. So, uh, that's all I'm gonna say, because I don't want to spoil anything, but it definitely uh, is going to get you thinking immediately, so uh, lives up to its name on that part, and... Uh, the uh, th- that's also because I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, finally. It was 20 bucks. It's part of Black Friday, so, so you really can't pass it up. Now they have the Frozen Wilds on a $15 sale, so I'm thinking about whether I want to get that or not. And I- I've really been enjoying it. I've only... I'm, like, le- level 5. I'm really early in the game. I'm, like, on the, uh, the quest that you do so that you can finally stop being shunned by the tribe yeah. that you're in. Uh, but yeah, I, I look, I obviously haven't played enough to get tired of the combat. Um, I can probably see why you would eventually, uh, but I like, you know, I enjoy it. I like the fact that you can just run around as her. I think so far her as a character is um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, you play, like... Having a player that's an outcast is not, or you know, a a character that's an outcast is not anything new, right? But the way that it's presented, I think, is is different than a lot of games. And just the setting, I think, is the the coolest part for me. Is the it's still kind of cool to see the robot uh, dinosaur things coming out, and you having to either battle. I haven't found it that hard to battle with them. Uh, But the stealth stuff also makes it interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, once you hit, like, level 40 combat, you can get to be a real grind. (laughs) Oh, okay. And also, like, you'll... I mean, you're really early on, but, like, you'll soon run into enemies that you can't, like, one-hit kill in stealth. So, have fun with those. (laughs) Oh. That's,
1: uh... I've been using that to my advantage, too, of stealth-killing
0: things. Yeah. Like enemies in the starting, like the starting valley, are really dumb and like easy because it's to start an area. But like right. once you get out of there, like actually, like you basically graduate from the tribe and they're like, you know, go out and explore the world. Then like enemies are rough and hard, and you have like your, your big your first quest is to go like halfway across the map to like the the big city. There are a lot of robots on the along the way, so. Good luck. Ooh. That sounds fun and
1: a lot to go through in one thing. Great. Yeah. But still, I, I've been enjoying the game. I can you know, I haven't gotten far to be able to say, you know, game of the year personally, but I can see why why it's up there in the that echelon and everything. And uh played one mission of Halo Wars two Made me quickly remember... I'm glad it was $20. So it made me quickly remember things I didn't like about the first game. Which one of them is... If you get off the beaten path of where... The game doesn't do a great job of reminding you what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So... Uh, if you... Somehow... It, like... It, it doesn't like... You know, tell me, okay, make sure that you're... I remember the first game at least sort of tried to have the the corporal or the guy tell you, okay, this is what you're doing. Or, or even in the cutscene, it would tell you, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. This one kind of just tells you a thing at the beginning before you even start, and then that's it. Like, it doesn't really give you much besides that so I'm sitting here building the base and I keep building the thing and all of a sudden okay well the boss comes out and I can kind of figure out that apparently I have to lower his shield but there doesn't really let me know that his shield is now lowered so I keep fighting him and it's a he keeps killing me because yeah so I eventually had to just go look it up on YouTube and it was like oh I just missed this thing that I didn't destroy and that's what happened. But yeah, it was kind of annoying that I'm having to watch a video to figure out what I'm supposed to do. But yeah, aside I've been from that situation. it's Halo it, it, mm-hmm. it's 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 Halo strategy game. It it works just fine. Uh well worth the twenty bucks. I don't know about paying sixty when it first came out but twenty bucks I thought it was, finally. I thought it was forty 50. when it launched.
0: Was it forty? I think it was at fifty. So. Well, it wasn't full price, let's say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been 50 and it was 60 if you got the, like, Season Pat, the Deluxe whatever edition, or thing, and then they had yeah. a, a DLC thing for it. But, yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's... Go ahead. Well, it's funny, you spent all your money on, like, buying games from Black Friday, and I spent all mine on buying a printer and, like, use dvds and blu-rays
1: hey uh why not you know gives you more things to. so anything that you're like particularly wanting to watch out of that haul that you
0: i picked up a person of interest a friend of mine got me an amazon gift card for christmas so i bought that like that cbs show yeah and i watched I... it before It's because it's on Netflix, but it's still a good show, so.
1: I don't think I actually ever finished watching season five. (laughs) I need to go do that. Uh,
0: And I picked up Justice League on Blu-ray like the cartoon show from, like, 15 years ago. Do you you like it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen it before, but they they were really on sale, so they were like, Fifteen bucks each for like season one and season two, and that was way cheaper than Amazon. So I'm like, yep, I'll grab these. That's not bad. But like a lot of the DVD, I went to this used DVD store, and like most of the DVDs I bought were two fifty. Like Power Rangers was two fifty, or like American Psycho was two fifty because it was there were five dollar Blu-rays half off. So I bought like. 20, 20 DVDs.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. At least yeah, you'll have stuff to watch for a while. Oh, yeah. Why did you want the printer just... Uh,
0: I had bought a crappy HP, like, you know, inkjet, like, a few years ago. And it printed 10 pages and ran out of ink, like all inkjets do. And I was like, fuck you. So I bought a brother laser printer. Like, just the cheapest one, but... It will still last me years because I only ever print like black you know, black ink, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, plus it's not an inkjet, so it won't run out in like ten minutes.
0: Yeah. Like I hate inkjets.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember my I think one of the like my college had some of those and I was just like, Really? Guys, come on. Yeah. This is Take you forever to print something, and then they'd have to constantly switch out the ink in it. And it's like, with as much as there's people in this library printing out stuff, you'd think that you would have better equipment,
0: but. Yeah, a printer that can last like a week before changing ink. (laughs) Uh,
1: I also watched Coco, the Disney Pixar movie. It's really good, it's one of the better ones. So this is why Disney and Pixar need to stop with the... Now, I think it's been a long time with Incredibles that I think that's totally worth it to have the second one. But some of these other... I mean, like, there was no reason for a Cars 3. like Or it two, was 2, like
0: for a, that matter. It was like a decade be- between Incredibles 1 and 2. So... Right. That gets a, that gets a pass, but of like the... They're making Toy Story 4, and it's like... Toy Story 3 ended like a really good note. Like, please don't go back to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they made it like a romantic comedy. It's like, okay, that's really what I wanted out of watching Toast Story 4. But hey, you do what you feel like you need to do. And, yeah. You know, and it. Yeah, I I just thought it was a good story. You know, it's a family story. I think you can kind of see it coming, obviously, but I think still think it's well told, and it helps that I also have the the uh, ants the ancestral history with the um or the culture history with the the what it the subject matter the Dia de los Muertos and all that stuff. So that probably helped a bit, but yeah, still think it's well worth uh, your time to go see and. The little one liked it, so that's that's the most important part at the end.
0: Sure.
1: Especially after they charge you freaking $17 to go see a movie. And then, you know, $12 for uh, I see in a popcorn. It better be good. <laughs> then people wonder why they don't go, you know. The, the movie pass is all the rates. You can save some money. Yeah. Speaking of saving money. It's the first of the well, close to the first of the month, so you know what that means. Time for PS Plus and Gains for Gold to be announced, or in the case of Gains for Gold, by the time you're hearing this, it might already be there for you to download. Uh, you have, uh, for Gains for Gold, you have Warhammer End of Times Vermintide. That's for the entire month. Do you know. Anything about
0: No, I, I never played Vermatide. I think it's like a Left 4 Dead clone, kind of.
1: Yeah, that's what it seems like. Anyway, they did update it for 4K and uh, detailed resolutions, so if you need more uh, 4K gaming for your Xbox One X, here's a game that might offer that for you. The Back to the Future 30th Anniversary Edition, uh, which has redone voice acting and... I guess a better
0: version of the yeah first one. <laughs> uh the guy who played Biff, Tom Wilson, is like is doing Biff because he wasn't in the first game, or the first version. Okay, I mean, like hey. back, like playing Back to the Future now, is really interesting because like it plays like a really like an older Telltale game, like it's right. It was before Walking Dead. So it doesn't play like one right, of those all. Right, when at it was all.
1: an adventure game and it wasn't like a... Just walk through the narrative.
0: Yeah. Game. Like, you actually have to, like, do shit in the game. Yeah, I, I've i never
1: played... I've always said I was going to play it and then I don't.
0: So I, it ha- is it, it good or... It has an interesting story, but parts of it kind of have problems. Like, the... I like, I think episode I want to say like episode 4 is like really t- like badly plotted and like the, the game just kind of goes in circles but not in a good way. <sighs> well, that's disappointing a little bit. But I mean, it's still like an in, like I I'm happy to have played it because I like back to the future. So
1: Child of Eden, I remember playing. I don't remember it too much, but I remember liking it.
0: Yeah, like, Res two.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh and Marlowe brings the Mask of Death, which is one of those that like I think I was excited for when it first came out and then I don't I never played it, so I guess that's cool to
0: I think it's like a low budget platformer, like slash like kind of beat like Streets of Rage type game.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a hack and slash game, so it's uh something I could like have a podcast on and just slash away at, at the worst. Yeah. Uh, then you also have for PS plus, they lots of games here for PS plus, so Darksiders two Def- definitive edition, which I feel like this has been offered on both PS plus and I know for Xbox gold, cause I have it on Xbox one uh, before. So yeah. Uh, hey, it, Darksiders 2 is a really good game, so if you still have never picked it up, go get it for free. Uh, Kung Fu Panda Showdown of the Legendary Legends. Why Legend twice?
0: This sounds okay. like a, like a mascot fighting game. <laughs>
1: well, it's Kung Fu Panda, so... <laughs> that automatically means I'm not yeah, interested.
0: Thanks. you. <laughs>
1: Uh, X play Lost Memories is a visual novel. Uh, so, you know, uh, for PS3. So, if you're into the visual novels, you can uh, take a look at that. And Siberia Collection, went to Siberia 1 and 2. Uh, ironically, uh, Siberia 2 comes out on the Switch on the same yeah. day. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I guess you can either pick it up for free on your PS3 or you can pay. I think it's $20 on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, for it. Uh, you choose which one works out for you, plus you get the first one. Uh, included uh, Forma 8, which is a really good game. We actually have a review on the site for that. And it, it's a platformer where you move the ball, uh, kind of like the Samus Morph Ball, but you're just controlling the ball the whole time and trying to complete puzzles. Uh, pretty good. Intel's kind of a. Good story without a lot of, you know, with uh, without really words or anything, just descriptive. And Wanted Core uh, as well. That's only for Vita. So, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good haul there for PS Plus to end of the year.
0: I guess. I, I I think everyone has who who has ever wanted Dark side has already has it, but. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, if you don't by now, this is the month to do it. It's you know, it, I, But I agree with you. Who doesn't have it by now? They've released it I don't know how many times. Uh, they put it on a huge sale when they first announced uh, Darksiders
0: 3. It so. was part of a humble bundle for PS4. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, yeah. You uh, probably should have had it by now, but why not? Why not? Do it one more time. Xbox uh, Game Pass, of course, last month was the first month that they had games uh, released from it. Uh, and like actually works like Netflix where stuff leaves and stuff comes in. They don't, they have not revealed at all which games are leaving, but the ones that are coming in uh, December 1st, Gears of War 4, which would probably be one of the biggest games that have been on the service since it's existed. Uh, Darksiders, the first game, War Mastered Edition, Mega Man 10, This War of Mine, The Little Ones, Casey Powell, The Cross 16. I've always wanted to play that game. And Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. Uh, so the last two, not so good, but the first four, pretty good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd, like, if I had that thing, I'd probably give Sherlock Holmes a try. Like, the recent, like, the past few games aren't actually that bad.
1: For me, that's not too bad, because I've never actually, I love Gears of War, and I never got around to buying Gears of, Gears of War 4, so it would be a good way to play it and figure out if I like it enough to, I think this was also on that sale where it was, like, 15 or $20 as well during the, Black Friday, but of course that came out last year, so Yeah. By this point, you know, people are not not looking for those kind of you know, for games that came out last year, but why not? Uh so this this was weird because normally when you have a rumor like this, the bigger sites start picking it up. And when we were originally going to do the show, which was uh Sunday night this kind of, before we were going to start, this was the last piece of news that was sitting around, and it wasn't on the sites that I usually go to to find news, it was just on a couple of places, mainly because it's from a forum that I've never heard of uh, called the Reset Era, discuss- and this also may be because it's under embargo, because I wouldn't be surprised at all if this is a... Announced in about a week at the PlayStation Experience thing. Uh, And so the bigger sites may have been told to please don't release this rumor. Uh, We want to reveal it at, you know, PSX. But anyway, it's Devil May Cry 5, which would be set to release between April 2018 and March 2019, so basically a year from each other. And... That they would it probably would come out on PC, but it's supposed to be a Sony PS4 exclusive because Sony might have paid for some of the funding of the game. So no Xbox One or Xbox One X looks like. And the big thing is that it's going to take place right after the fourth
0: game. Yeah, because that was such a beloved game in the series. <laughs>
1: Well, it, it, like, kept getting put onto the, you know, next generation or whatever, and all that, enough people had to have liked it, right?
0: I I would say this is, if, like, this rumor is true, it's very disappointing, because I thought, like, the DMC reboot was, like, great, like, the first good Devil May Cry game.
1: Was it really meant to be a reboot, or just to have a
0: prequel? No, it was, like, a reboot, Like like, they called it that, and that's what it was. I thought uh, that
1: sold well.
0: Not that well. Like I mean they kept putting it on other systems, so that probably helped, like along with DMC four. But uh like I think Capcom was disappointed with it.
1: Well do you know Japanese companies disappointed with sales.
0: <laughs> well not as they're not crazy like square though. And also like the interesting thing like the thing I'm curious about is like at what point does Sony just buy Capcom? because they're already, like, funding half their games, like Street yeah, Fighter Street 5, Five and this. Exactly. So it's like, why not just, you know, say screw it and just, you know, Sony could use that, like, the first party help for sure, so. Yeah,
1: and then Deep Down was supposed to be an exclusive, wherever that is.
0: If they were just to, like, lock it down and say, we own Capcom now, like, if you want to play Street, like, continue to support the multi-platform games they have, but it's, like, if you want to play the new Monster Hunter or the new Street Fighter played on our system, and that's it. Like,
1: you know, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if they would, though, because I think Capcom lacks the idea of being able to obviously get more money right, from having these games on the other systems. They have a working relationship that goes pretty well with Nintendo that
0: they make you know, oh, I'm sure I'm on the switch, and I'm sure they love it. But like, their I don't think their business strategy is like going that well. I mean,
1: well, is not Monster Hunter Worlds coming out for both?
0: Yeah, next year, Just like things? I think like early next year, like I want to say like, like, January, like January, January, February twentieth. Yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, next I... not next week, but in a week and a half from now, you can play
0: a uh, the beta for the game for three days. But I just mean, like, how bad the other games have, like, hit the past two years, like Marvel vs. Capcom and Street Fighter. It's like, those aren't successful games.
1: I wonder how much the Marvel thing is also because of the characters that are missing, too.
0: I mean, that didn't help, but, like, that game just, like, it felt, that game looked and felt cheap. Like, in a way that, like, Injustice 2 did not. And it's like, you you guys had the time. Did you just not have the money to make this good? (laughs) Uh, maybe not. Yeah, and if that's the case, then okay. (laughs) Or it just felt
1: mailed in, like you said.
0: Well, I didn't feel like there was any great passion for that game. Like, they made it, I think, like, Marvel made it because they wanted to, you know, get a game out there with some Marvel characters in it. And Capcom made it because Disney and Marvel 5 paid them to, paid them to make it. <laughs> like, I don't think any anyone is super excited to make that game, and it kind of showed.
1: Yeah, it just felt like it was here, it was out there for a couple... You know, I felt like people talked about it for like a couple weeks, and then nobody talked about it again.
0: Yeah, it disappeared completely. I mean, now like I saw the trailer for the new DLC character, and I was like, eh... Okay. Yeah, it none was of, met none, with a. Whatever. None of, none of them are Wolverine, so keep on moving. <laughs> it's
1: it's not like when Injustice says we're going to release the turtles. Oh, hey, well, if, I've got to play this again. You know.
0: Well, Injustice has the benefit of actually having, like, interesting characters. <laughs> it's like weird this, I. The, the trailer I saw was like Winter Soldier, Black Widow, and Venom, and it's like, okay, <clears throat> it's like way to go outside the way to go outside the Marvel, the MCU for, for like creative characters.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing though. That was this whole game was built around that. That's what.
0: Yeah. Parted. Yeah.
1: So anyway, back back to. Uh... Tell me, Cry Five for a second here. It's supposed to be more like Bayonetta, and more open, but not like total open world. And it's the action pieces are not going to have QTEs, so maybe that's better. I like Bayonetta.
0: Yeah, it's better than most of my Cry games.
1: <laughs> so, so why didn't you like the fourth one?
0: Uh, bad story, repetitive gameplay, uh, nonsensical cool characters. Like, who the fuck wants to play as Nero?
1: <laughs> Apparently, you might play as Nero again in this game.
0: Yeah, it's a great. Everyone's favorite.
1: <laughs> so, you play as Dante, Nero, and Virgil,
0: it looks like.
1: And you don't sound too excited.
0: Nope. If it was a sequel to DMC2 and Ninja Theory was making it, then I'd be all for it. But this? Nah. <laughs> bring back Onimusha instead. <laughs> well, just to
1: uh, bring things into a more lighthearted nature, there's a... Nintendo continues to just do things in a weird way. You know, they they have the theme park now being built. They have the the movie with Super Mario. Now they're having a Super Mario cereal. With Kellogg's making it. It's uh, a marshmallow and oat cereal. So pretty much like uh, Lucky Charms. Uh, if you want to think of it that way. Um, And, and there's also like uh, Amiibo cards that are in there. I I don't know what that would do, how you would put that with the Switch, but, I mean, why not? Right? I I may pick one up, just, just to see. I don't know that I would want
0: to... I think everyone who has a Switch is going to pick one up.
1: (laughs) You can have power-up marshmallows, I mean...
0: Besides, it's just like the Amiibo cards from, like, Animal Crossing, from, like, the Wii U. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that, I mean, it's novel, but it's not, like, that new.
1: No, it's not. I I just think that that's, it's kind of interesting that they're doing that. Like, just, okay, if we're going to make a Super Mario series. Yeah. Not
0: not that they haven't
1: done something like that before, but.
0: Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Like, they've had numerous licensed serial deals before.
1: It's all about them, like, opening that box back up. Of saying, okay, we'll we'll license our characters now. We'll just make sure you take care of them. Speaking of licensing characters... Except these are going away. uh, Marvel Heroes was supposed to be shut down... At the end of December. Lo and behold, randomly... on On Black Friday... Uh, they just decided hey I'm sorry we're having to just they we're, we're closing down the entire studio. We have to do it right now cuz apparently they either ran out of money or Disney pulled the plug.
0: And, uh it sounds like they're like they the creditors like shut them down. Or, like the bank didn't give them enough, you know wouldn't give them enough money to like keep going.
1: That's really shitty.
0: I mean, yeah, but they're not going to recoup their money from having the game run. (laughs) That's true.
1: They're just going to keep, you know, just wasting money there. And then the worst part is that the staff just gets let go with nothing. Yeah, uh,
0: like no paid leave or no sick time. They don't get their paid time off. Uh, They're likely not going to get it. Yeah. I mean, I like that game, but like I said, it just was run into the ground this year. And I saw an interview with that the guy we talked about from IGN, he used to went there. Was his name Anthony or yeah,
1: Anthony Gallegos?
0: Yeah, I saw him on the kind of funny games thing with Greg Miller talking about it. And yeah, he was basically like moralva was terrible for like the, you know the last few months, and like things were finished on the PC side, but we couldn't like, have them run, because we couldn't get the authorization to run in, and... Yeah.
1: Well, what sucks the worst, like we talked about last week, is that the game's only been out for, like, four months or so on console.
0: I think it was, like, six. I know, uh... On Xbox, you can get... Like, they. I think they just gave everyone, like, an automatic refund. Uh, On PS4, it's, like, you have to complain more, but you'll eventually get a refund if you spent money on it.
1: Sony should just, you know, give the refund and not make you have to jump through so many hoops, but it is what it is. Again, when you're the leading company, I guess you can do that kind of thing. Uh, The worst, another thing, too, is they lost the Marvel license like almost a month ago?
0: Yeah, they lost it in like early, like mid... Mid October, and they were like, "That that guy basically said like we were furloughed and we couldn't talk to the, we couldn't talk to the community about like our the problems and we kind of just had to keep it under our hat."
1: It makes sense why a lot of people were complaining about they were not talking to people.
0: And apparently, like they almost lost the Marvel license like a few months ago too, but like there was some like last minute deal to keep the game running for like a like like, five more months, but that was about it. Like, I looked at the Steam, uh, oh, what is it, like the Steam ranking, and that game just took a nosedive this year, like, 300 people playing it, like, you, like, most of the time, and that was, that was it.
1: Well, you think people might have gone to the console?
0: No, because that, that wasn't a great version. Uh, like, I think, that like, they just... Like, once people get through the content once, that's it. Like, there's no new content.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like,
0: it's not like it's not like a Diablo, where, like, there's new... I mean, Diablo is kind of the same way, but, like, at least Diablo rearranges it differently, where it's like, okay, well, now we have riffs, or now we have, like, different, like, side jobs, or bounties and stuff. Or a new like,
1: season, or...
0: Yeah. Whatever.
1: Like... This was basically this was just there so you could keep unlocking characters, right?
0: Yeah, like I, I basically would unlock if I if I bought a character, I would play it in like midtown Manhattan, like the big area for bosses would show up like randomly till I was level 30. And then I would start to start the story at level 30 and would like instantly level up to 60 in like an hour or two. Well,
1: I mean, at least you didn't have to. Take too long to level up a new character, but yeah, I could see that kind of getting boring after a while.
0: Yeah, and I'll miss the game because I like. I thought it was a decent enough Diablo clone, but and it's not. Think they
1: might make another one, or maybe this opens the door for an uh, Ultimate Alliance three or something. Or
0: well, Activision made that. I don't see that happening anytime soon. uh I think if they made, like, another Ultimate Alliance, it'd just be, like, an MCU thing. And that just wouldn't interest me that much.
1: Again, you're... That was the whole big draw of those games, was that you kind of really never knew who could show up and who you could wind up controlling. And then, if you pretty much know from the get-go, it's only people that are in the MCU, well, all right, we know who... I mean, it's still kind of cool to have, obviously, but...
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, be, like... I'm not down, like, I'm not, like, downplaying the MCU, but I'm just, like, those, ult- those Ultimate Alliance games are just a lot more creative. Like, they had, you know, 50 characters, like, 40 characters in them, and you could, a lot of different options to, like, play as.
1: All right, I mean, that's kind of the thing with the, like, if that game ever comes out, the Square Enix Avengers game.
0: Yeah, like, we'll know. see. <laughs>
1: We still don't know what that's all about. So yeah, exactly. Sure it exists. That's, that's pretty much it. Uh, speaking of Square Enix, they had to debunk rumors because lots of rumors came about that uh, they had killed e- uh, Deus. Deus Ex. Deus Or Deus Ex. It's off. So they had to come out in a GameIndustry.biz uh, article with uh, Yosuke Matsuda, the freaking CEO of Square Enix 2. This wasn't just any anybody coming out saying that, really, the problem is that Eidos Montreal is working on Tomb Raider, and they're the also the ones working on that Avengers game, whenever that is happening. And they don't have unlimited resources. Uh, well, we know that's true. Also, if you wouldn't, you know... Make a, you're also like spending God knows how much money on that Final Fantasy VII remake that will take you know five years to make one episode. So
0: yeah, I mean the, the big problem really is mankind. Like the last DSX game didn't sell that well, and it wasn't that critically like revered. Like it did fine, but no one was like particularly excited for it. So. I mean, Deus Ex isn't gone forever, but I'm, I mean, it It will have a long break because it's like the same thing happened with Deus, uh, Deus Ex uh, Invisible War, the, sec- the first sequel, to the original Deus Ex, like it came out in 2003 and it sucked and it wasn't until 2011 where the next Deus Ex came from, so.
1: Well, they did say it was going on hiatus after the reception to the last one.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, you know, plus they had the whole controversy with the pre-order bonus bullcrap. Yep. Uh, which which did not help things at all. And then, you know, Matsuda's basically coming out and saying that, look, uh, we're working on other stuff. There's not a reason to have a Deus Ex game in development right now when we don't even know what it would, when it would come out. So I can kind of understand his point, but... The fact that you've got people talking about it is not really I mean,
0: good for your At least he's being like relatively honest about the state of the like the state of the franchise, the state of the you know, game. Like I credit him for that at least.
1: Yeah, but we know that they make their money on Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts and all that and the rest of the stuff is just okay, it's part of our portfolio. Yeah. I mean Whatever they can make off Just Cause and and DSX and Tomb Raider and all that stuff is kind of just icing on the cake, really. Uh, even though they will still complain about Tomb Raider not meeting sales, but, yeah. You know. Th- then you also have to close down Sleeping Dogs, which sucks.
0: Yep. So. But that, that studio wasn't doing much anyway, so, like, they didn't rush out and make Sleeping Dogs too. they made this stupid triad worse thing instead.
1: <sighs> that was so dumb. Like, nobody asked for that.
0: So or got, why not
1: make the second one?
0: Instead of getting, like, a proper Legacy of Kane game, we got we got that arena shooter Nazgoth instead that sucked hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that didn't make any sense either, but, you know. Again, Square Enix not making a lot of sense sometimes these days. Uh, something that perhaps would have made more sense to come out earlier, but I guess they wanted. their whole reasoning was they wanted to make sure that all the DLC stories were out for all the other characters, which I guess kind of makes sense because you do play with them individually there, so you would know how to play with them this way because of that. But it seems like... A, I don't know, it seems like something that you could have tested out without needing those. But either way, my point is that you can character swap now, starting in December, uh, coming along with the uh, episode Igneous update. You'll be able to not only just play as Noct, you can play as Gladio, Igneous, and Prompto in Battle 2. So, that's kind of cool. I almost feel like... I almost want to go back and see how they play differently
0: with me actually controlling them. I mean, did you play the DLCs? No, I also
1: need to do that, too.
0: (laughs) I mean, they're just going to play like that, so... I I imagine... I only played the Gladio one, and that wasn't exactly fun, so I hope the other two play better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Uh, There's also apparently some stuff from... Like, from the Kingsclave movie that they cut out of it, that's in the Prompto one. So, that might be interesting story-wise, but I I just feel like this is kind of, you waited too long.
0: I mean, yeah, but also that multiplayer expansion just hit, and people seem to be actually playing that, so.
1: But that's different, like, you can create the character, and you can do stuff with, multi- you know, anything that involves multiplayer, people seem to latch on to this point so, so I, I do think breakers. it's cool uh, unless yeah unless you're lover <laughs> i do think it's cool that they're offering it just wish yeah. that they would have done it uh before uh i think the best part of this is that arden is going to get his own story dlc uh as well i i kind of found him to be interesting i, I like he, this character in the game
0: i like the character but it wasn't fleshed out at all
1: <laughs> yeah like, so that's that's the good thing about this is perhaps you will get his character flushed out. You, you know, know it, when Tabata saying it himself, which is what's so funny about this, like, why didn't. I guess that's more of the production thing, right? Of why they. Yeah,
0: they probably just ran out of time and money, and they said that we had to put this game out now. Because, like, that's. The, the Final Fantasy 15 story is, like, if you look at it as a story, it's bad. Right. Like, It's narratively, it's like, it's all over the map. So, like, them trying to put this Arden thing in, or, like, the Luna thing that you put in later, like, I mean, I guess, sure, but... I mean, yeah, it should have been there day one, but then the game wouldn't have come out until 2018,
1: so... Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, it came at the end of last year, and that's with them having the movie and the anime to let you know something about each of the characters and then you know the movie to let you know the history before they get to the game and it, it's yeah like it just it does make it feel you could probably feel that without watching all that stuff which i know you didn't but nope. watching all that stuff makes it feel like more all over the place because it's like Okay, I'm having to watch three different things to get the story in this game. And then there's still things like when Luna shows up, you're like, the fuck? You don't see her at all during the story. And then she's just there. And then, you know, whatever happens in that section happens. And you're just kind of like, wow, how was I supposed to feel for her again? Yeah. Like, it's... You really do, I I felt like Gladio the whole time, like, you dope, why the hell are you upset? (laughs) Like, you know, if you go by what we're seeing, there's no reason for you to be sad, right? Yeah. So, it's it's just dumb, but uh, it's cool that they're still supporting this, there's going to be another DLC story too, they don't know who it's going to be about, uh, the last one, but
0: It'll be about Cindy and making cars in the garage.
1: (laughs) Uh, They have not said if it's going to be part of your season pass or if it's going to, they're going to make another season pass or whatever, but it'd be nice if they didn't. But I also can't say that I can expect them to not charge for it uh, because they already completed what they said they would for the season pass originally. So, I, I don't they know made how it, do you feel about that. I
0: mean, if they made it cheaper, or if they said like you're already on the season pass, like season pass one, so season pass two will be fifteen dollars, like that, that'd be fine. But I would, yeah, I wouldn't, like
1: I think ten or fifteen would be fair to get the three.
0: But I no wouldn't reason. pay. I mean, I didn't pay for the season pass, but I wouldn't pay thirty bucks for like the season pass two.
1: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I would not. I paid the twenty five for the season pass as well, and I don't know that I would pay another 25 I think that's a little excessive. Uh, there's also a Final Fantasy 15 tomb in Assassin's Creed Origins that's blocked off, but uh, perhaps you can unlock it later and you can get, like, knocked a sword or something.
0: Yeah, someone discovered it by, like, uh, going through a wall, and they were like, hey, there's an area here, and it's a bunch of Final Fantasy 15 shit in here. This is interesting.
1: <laughs> well, they did have all the Assassin's Creed stuff in Final Fantasy, so...
0: Yeah, it's just basically cross, like cross-marketing. like cross
1: I guess that's cool to see. and It's not two Japanese developers, so... That's also interesting. Wasn't it like they sat down at a table and talked about it? And just say, well, what if we just did this? And they did. That'd be cool. I know uh, both of us are excited for *Valkyrie Chronicles* four. Uh, better than the sequel that they released last time,
0: so. Okay. Or the PSP or the Vita one that didn't come out in America.
1: <laughs> I, I thought they released that like as part of the thing on PC or.
0: There's at on least something. one that's never. I don't think Valkyrie Chronicles 3 ever made it to made it to America. Oh no,
1: 3's never made it here. No. It was
0: 2, 2 come to piece, PS, PS, PSP. That was I know that for sure. Okay.
1: What was the thing that they released so they remastered it on PC? And then they released that like Musou game
0: last yeah. year. Yeah. And they like did something else with it with Valkyrie Chronicles this year. Like there was another game.
1: Well, they remastered it for PS4 as well.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I was talking about,
1: thinking about. Yeah. yeah. Which that was on the sale for like thirteen fifty or something like that. It's not too bad.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so this is coming to PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. I'm assuming it would come to PC as well. <laughs> so that's actually pretty cool, even coming to Switch, and it's ninety percent done. And you know, it's going to follow the same gameplay as the other games, so that's good to know they're not changing too much, but am just kind of happy that you're getting a full number sequel in the series.
0: I was kind of surprised with the 90% done thing. Like, they announced it and I was like, oh, you know, it'll be a few years. But it sounds pretty close to done.
1: <laughs> I feel like they kind of knew that they were doing this, like, they released that other game last year to kind of hold people over, Yeah, and then knowing that they would release this Sometime in 2018, so not a bad decision, yeah. Uh, on their board, I hopefully Sega does not mess this one up. And we pretty much knew this was happening, uh, but I mean, they're not gonna just have this come out in Japan at this point with everything Shimigami Tensei does well here, so. It would be kind of dumb not to release it here, so they've officially now announced that it's coming to Europe and America and all that stuff.
0: So, yeah,
1: that's good. Uh, I I know we're not as familiar with those as the Persona games, but it's still interesting that they chose the Switch for that too.
0: That's. Well, I mean, like. Shin Megami Tensei 4 has been coming to the DS or the 3DS, so why yeah, not? Yeah, the <laughs>
1: first couple ones were on the Famicom, or, so yeah, I guess they've always had that deal with Nintendo. But just interesting that they made a big deal about it for for Switch, that being one of their like temple Yeah, uh, titles. They're making a Neverwinter Nights enhanced edition. Yep. So this this was the big thing that Beamdog was working on even though I have seen something about their apparently doing another planscape
0: or Yeah, they've been talking about trying to do another planscape. I don't know how well that would do. Uh, cuz they're not, they're not developers. They're like you know, they you know, they help fix games or they help bring them into like modern graphic standards. They don't develop games. Did
1: you ever play The Neverwinter?
0: uh i i tried once or twice i didn't get into it at all but at the time like that was a very demanding game on pcs so i think that that was like one reason why because it ran like shit most of the time on the computers i had
1: well that'll that's one way that it will not get played is runs like crap on your computer
0: but like that was a very successful game because like i think bioware made it that was like their per, like their first big hit, I think.
1: Yeah, the Xbox One uh version was like an exclusive for a while too.
0: So you that's the MMO.
1: Oh that okay, the MMO. Never oh.
0: Neverwinter Nights was a uh D and D single pla like largely single player game, but you could do multiplayer if you wanted.
1: So is it kinda like Diablo or
0: yeah, but it's more RPG-based, like those dice rolls and stuff. Oh, like, okay, okay. You know, for attacks and stuff, so.
1: I, that The whole dice rolling thing beyond me at that point, but... Still sounds like, yeah, I could see a lot of people getting into that for sure. Especially yeah. back when it came out. <sighs> now we get into the part that... I feel like I wish wasn't really happening part of the show, which is the let's talk about loot boxes for about five stories in a row. Uh, so, okay, we, we know the deal with Battlefront 2 and all the crap that happened with that. We talked enough about that. But the problem with Battlefront 2 all the stuff that they cause with their uproar from the uh, gamers and everything has caused Hawaii and other states, not just Belgium, not just the Netherlands, not just other European countries, now the own United States is getting involved in the whole let's stop spreading predatory practices in online gaming and calling Star Wars Battlefront 2 a casino.
0: Jeez, I mean, and to an extent, it is. But like, every game has a like a aspect of chance. Like,
1: right? But we have to admit that this year has been like insane with like how many games come out in a row with oh, there's loot boxes.
0: No, I think like look at like something like Overwatch. Like the Overwatch loot boxes are cosmetic, right. or like uh, even like something like. Team Fortress 2, I mean, that's old, but that was, like, the first game I remember having loot boxes in it. And that was... They were somewhat integral to, like, the game. Like, they had new weapons in them. But it wasn't the only thing. Like, you could still grind out that shit if you really wanted to. Like, the thing with the EA's loot boxes with uh, Battlefront 2 and Need for Speed is... That is how you play the game. Like, you can't get around it. Like, that is the only way you can progress. And that's what sucks. And if you don't get what you want when you open that box, you have to grind in another one. It's like, great. Thanks again.
1: But, I mean, couldn't you make the case also that you're not... What you're paying for is to not have to waste so much time and not necessarily to get something.
0: I mean I would, but EA has a philosophy of like, oh it's a value or that was their dumbass reasoning for the first like the first eruption of Anti Sentiment. It's like And that's what's
1: stupid too is the way that you get progression in the game, especially in multiplayer, it's not how many times you killed someone, it's by the amount of time that you've played. Yeah. So that's also an issue.
0: I mean, EA has, like, seriously damaged their brand and uh, Star Wars and Need for Speed and maybe even FIFA, and that's our own fault. <laughs> yeah, because for Need for Speed,
1: the whole progression system is tied to the boxes again.
0: You can't okay. even, like, if you want any specific part, you can't even buy it. Because the thing in Need for Speed is like you swap out parts for your car. Like if you want a new right. turbo, you have to buy one. But you can't go into a store and just buy a turbo. It's tied to a card, a random card. That's so and dumb. It's... Like if you walk into a
1: store to do anything for your car, right, you buy what you need for the car. Yeah. Like... There are just some things you don't need to randomize
0: well there was another funny thing i saw about ea today about like i don't know if it's today i think it might have been today about like them going like oh the single player experience no one really wants that anymore and it's like then why'd you put it in battlefront 2 why'd you put it in titanfall 2
1: why do you put in all your sports
0: games yeah why'd, why'd you not? put it in a madden like I never had had one before <laughs> You
1: made the point of selling your Madden game this year based on basically the long shot mode. And you're going to say that you don't care about single player anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will I will admit their like, last few single player games, like Mirror's Edge Catalyst, didn't do well. But it's not because they're single player. It's because no one cared.
1: <laughs> yeah, you released them and did not put your full uh, weight behind them either. Uh, it's just, I mean, and this, this is not, not to say you just mentioned FIFA, they have a problem with the RNG of the card packs of uh, Ultimate mean,
0: Team, which... Here's the thing, I could, the card, like, the Ultimate Team thing is dumb to me, I but I can see the appeal for a fan. Like, if you want, if you like, I don't know, me. Manchester United, and you want to own that team's card, like all their cards, that's one thing. But it's also, like, it's not tied to gameplay. Like, it's not like, oh, I unlocked Manchester United, so now all the players are 50% better. It's like, if that was the case, fuck that game. (laughs) Well, you play with that team that you.
1: Yeah, but it's not.
0: construct. But it's not integral. Like, you can still play a versus match of pre-made teams like it doesn't matter right
1: or you can just not play ultimate team and still play manchester united
0: yeah yeah that's like the only sports (laughs) game soccer team i know sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's okay
1: it's my english soccer teams it's fine
0: (laughs) but But, uh (laughs) like that, that that the ultimate team is basically akin to like a cosmetic item in like overwatch to me but I saw, like, the thing about today, I think I saw something, like, they wanted to they wanted to put, like, an Ultimate Team in, like, Star Wars. And it's like, how well, do you but do the that? The problem
1: is, though, too, with Ultimate Team, is how much money they make off Ultimate Team. Yeah. And how much of that are you making because of these bad drop rates? Right, because people are just continually buying, buying, buying. Hopefully, they get whatever card they need or they want or whatever. You know, or they just
0: hack other players' accounts and get money that way.
1: That too, the phishing scams or whatever. But it's just like if you made those better, would that that would obviously make it to where you probably don't make as much money, right? Because they would get the card that they want faster.
0: Yeah. Because I, so I don't think it can, works I, against them. I mean, I don't play any of those games, but I don't think you can buy the case for the card, can you?
1: No, no. It's all
0: random. Yeah, I didn't think so, yeah.
1: No, and that's that's the thing. This is We're talking about all random stuff. Yeah. Right? So, and this is the way that EA has chosen this year to make money because they said, okay, we're not going to charge you for the season pass. Which, or for Battlefront. Which, okay, great. But you I mean, I think it's going to be a catch.
0: I think people would rather have a season pass than this, you know, loot card bullshit.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I bet you they would now. They'd be like, oh, please let us pay $40 for that season pass.
0: So but also, eat, the, like, the I always think back to what they did with uh, Plants for Zombies too. Like, that was a free-to-play game, but you had to, you know, pay money continuously into it to get, you know, new plants and stuff. And they never released a version on PC that was, you know... A $20 or $30 game because it would kill the, the free-to-play version.
1: <laughs> Didn't they take that stuff out, though, eventually? The microtransactions?
0: No, it's still in there.
1: I thought that was for 2, right, that they took it out? or
0: That was for 1, maybe. of them, maybe. they took it out. Might have been 1, because 2 is still free-to-play. Like That's how they make the money on it. They may have like lessened the ramp a little, but it's still in there.
1: Do you believe that story about the the guy that was sort of in, well, they had oh, to come the, out and say that he wasn't.
0: The, yeah, the creator of uh, Plants for Zombies at PopCap—they had like they fired him because he objected to the uh, free-to-play stuff.
1: Well, he was. Yeah, see that—that's the thing. Like the the guy that's involved with making, you know, one of your favorite games. He went on a radio show and talked about the whole he sort of almost made it seem like that way. And then the guy had to come out and say, no, 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 I was let go as part of a letting a bunch of people from PopCap go. And then, yeah. you know, the whole deal started about, well, is it in between both these things where he did have a problem with the pay to win, but he was let go because of the other stuff.
0: You know? I mean, it probably is a, uh, a blend of the two, but I mean, PopCap released plans for Zombies 2, only on free to play. They didn't release it on any like actual platform, and that should tell you all there is right there. <laughs> God. I still and then they released
1: that E3, where it's like they made a big deal with that game, and no one cared.
0: And then they released those two shitty Dice Garden uh, plans for Zombies Garden shooters. The Garden that's known...
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it's like. This is a good use of everyone's time.
1: Thank you for spending literally like a third of your press conference telling us about this and
0: why. I mean, I, I think the inherent problem of loot boxes is more tied to, I mean, they're bad, but it's more tied to gaming philosophy in general. Like, you can't just run a dungeon in WoW and get every piece of gear you want. There's always an element of randomness, and there's always like repetition, and I think that's just inherent to the inherent to the activity, honestly. Like if if I could ro- if I could roll roll, roll into a wild WoW dungeon and get everything I wanted, I'd play wild WoW for a month and never play it again ever.
1: No, you're yeah, you're not wrong, right? If if uh, if and, you, just...
0: you know if you could unlock Darth Vader and you know an hour instead of their 40 hour mandate, what they want, you know, you need to run it at, then you'd never play battlefront two again, ever either.
1: Right. But, but they also decided to make the way that they were going to make money primarily yeah. was off this. So it yeah. behooved them to make this progress oh, yeah. system as slow as possible. So that you would pay because you get tired of.
0: Yeah. Doing all well, that. way to go, yeah <laughs> all right. And there are other there are other uh, argument against it. What yesterday was like? Oh, we didn't put cosmetics in Battlefront Two because it violates canon.
1: Well, like, no, Lucasfilm didn't let them apparently because Lucasfilm had to make sure that you didn't have Darth Maul and Darth Vader in the same.
0: Well, I'm no. Saying. EA's argument was like we couldn't have a pink, we couldn't have a pink Darth Vader running around. It's like, really? Where in the canon does Connect Star Wars fit in?
1: I could see Disney saying no to that. I, I could see it for sure. Like I'm, I actually Remember, they were them, huge but,
0: but, on Disney Infinity. They couldn't cross over, whatever. Yeah, but I, I mean, I I actually believe them on that front. But also, like. Them trying to buy, you know, it's not our fault we have the shitty unlock system, it's Disney's fault. for You know, it's like, no, it's still your fault, because you still had the shitty unlock system. Like, you can't blame Disney for it. <laughs> they they yeah. okayed it, for sure, but you still came up with it, and it's still, and, like, who came up with the Need for Speed then? The car manufacturers? Like, no, you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true.
0: Uh, who, it's like, no, you idiots, like, so, yeah, like, oh, well to EA, like, you guys dug the hole, so you gotta, you gotta live with it now.
1: Yep, It just, you got a game that probably a lot of people are gonna wind up taking back to
0: GameStop, oh, and... There, there were some great, like, Black Friday pictures going around about, like, game displays emptied out, except for Battlefront 2. <laughs>
1: Well, they kind of expect that, I think.
0: I mean, the thing I'm I'm getting really curious about now is like Anthem. Like, if that does well, if it doesn't do well, like how unnar like how unruly will their unlock system be, or will I have cards, or like what, what what will they do to fuck it up?
1: <laughs> yeah, it depends on how it is, right? Because it seems like. With Destiny 2, they streamlined everything uh, to the point where, you know, drops are coming in better and, and everything else. Uh, people just don't like the fact that they are not being transparent right now, which uh, because also they... they... Yeah, Well, they
0: also, like, fuck with the XP system, and <laughs> it's like, that's not good.
1: Yeah, you're making <laughs> people play the game longer on purpose, and that's... What's dumb is their whole message for number two has been, we don't want this to be like an MMO where you're feeling like you have to play this constantly. Yeah. And then you're doing that where you're making them feel like, okay, well, I have to play more than I would have wanted because I'm now not getting the XP I would have got from doing these missions or whatever. And I understand that you want them to do the harder stuff and not just keep doing the easier stuff over and over and over, but there's a better way to do that than throttling the...
0: Yeah, XP Green.
1: Yeah. Which, that was part of the reason they made a whole big blog post. So, people that play Destiny 2, you can go read that and see what they're bringing in. Which seems like they're doing a lot of stuff. So, and not to mention the first uh, expansion or DLC or whatever comes out uh, this week.
0: I think that got delayed.
1: uh, Did it, officially?
0: Yeah, because it's it's still
1: listed as... December 5th so
0: yeah but it got I think it did get delayed because they had to fix everything first
1: <laughs> oh, okay probably like a couple weeks or something yeah I'm sure uh, yeah so that's just do you think that this is gonna wind up being a thing where the Hawaii actually passes something and some of these other states actually pass something where their whole deal is saying that this is – especially Battlefront, which is T for teen, right? Uh, yeah. It's going after kids, or it's going after 13 and plus-year-olds. And, you know, there's kids younger than 13 playing this. And they're saying it's a predatory practice and, and all that stuff. Do you think that the ESA, which has already said that they don't think loot boxes are gambling, Do you think that they eventually say, well, we got to do something or?
0: Well, the ESA is made is you know, created by like EA and Activision and all those other guys. Like, of course they'd say that. Uh, I think the government will try to, in some respects, but I mean, the upper echelons of government there, they are a little more pro business than they were before. So I don't think they'd care. Like, they don't particularly want more more regulation with anything. so.
1: I don't know, but when you get people on a high <clears> horse <throat> about something, usually they get something done, especially with the government that we have right now. So I would just worry about that because if you have enough states that decide that, okay, we're going to put this into practice, you're not going to be able to sell a game that has these type of loot boxes or this type of progressive system or whatever, you know, this might affect the way that we, we do this, where we have, you know, what do they do with microtransactions next? Yeah. And I do wonder if we get to that point of they just say, okay, look, we're going to have to raise these prices to $70 because they're really hampering the way that we can make money in these games.
0: I think if EA tried that, they would have such immediate backlash that no one would buy that game.
1: Well, you know, for one, it wouldn't be EA. I think it would have to be everybody coming together and saying, okay, games are now $70.
0: I mean, yeah, but I don't think everyone would come together. Like, I think EA would, and maybe Activision, and that's about it. I don't think Ubisoft would, and I don't think, like, Take-Two would.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't. Uh, I mean, not to mention they—they they have a great way of getting money out of you with the GTA Online and the the subsequent Red Dead Online and all that stuff. So,
0: like, Take Two yeah. might with like GTA or uh, Red Dead Two, like they could—they might try it, but they wouldn't do it. I think Activision could try it with like the next Call of Duty, but that franchise has already kind of been battered. Like, this not, its not what it once was. Let's say that.
1: I do and wonder if it, though if you said okay. If you pay ten more dollars for a game, we will not have any of this microtransactions, and we'll give you half of the stuff that you would have paid for a season pass for free. And say maybe if you want the rest of it, you can pay twenty bucks for a season pass or
0: something. I mean, that's essentially what like the deluxe versions of of games already are. Like the, I mean, active and, 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 and Resoft already does that with like Assassin's Creed or. Uh, like watchdogs. I mean, well,
1: that's what I'm saying though. Like, if if you're already kind of getting used to paying these higher prices for these special things, like, would it really be that bad if if the game wound up being seventy dollars and you know, you so, I mean, maybe you didn't have to pay for some of that stuff. I
0: mean, it all depends on what the, what what it omitted and what it added and. If the game would even call, like merited a sixty dollar purchase, like I think, I mean, uh, World War Two is sixty bucks, and I wouldn't have paid that for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll gave like thirty for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: obviously that's true as well.
1: Like for me, uh, when I had to make the decision with Xenoblade, there was already an expansion pass, which Nintendo already came out and said what's going to be in it, and I said, well. I'm not saving any money. It's still $30 either way. I'll just wait and see if the stuff that's in the expansion is worth the money, and I'm just going to pay my $60. But yeah. if they told me that, okay, we're going to come out with the game at 75 and it will include the expansion pass for free, that's actually a, worth it. So Yeah, but
0: Nintendo wouldn't do that. So
1: Right, they, they wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like,
0: I feel also, like... I mean, you haven't played you haven't played that game yet. So I mean, you like the first one, but the second, one, like you never know, the second one might, might be garbage. I mean, it could it's, be. I'm, it's unlikely, but you just never know.
1: Right, you're you're completely right. It could be absolute garbage. And then the th- the thing that I could see too is that you have to think about it too. In retail, how quickly these do we see these games start? going on sale, or even, even before then, like, how long is it, it doesn't take, but like a month before you start seeing a digital sale on PS4 or Xbox One, where that game is $20 less,
0: $30 less. I mean, that's, you say that, but that's a pretty, like, that only really happened with EA's games this year, because they all kind of bombed out, like, that very kind of rarely happens, except for like, a special event, like a Black Friday, that's, that's you know one event for the year, you know, and that's not every month. <laughs>
1: well, not every month, but like you will I don't know, I feel like it, very quickly after a lot of these $60 games come out, they'll have a sale one week out of the month that'll make it go down to 40. Or I mean, I
0: physical games yeah. do that a lot more cuz they have to clear out space.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Or like Amazon will do it.
1: Yeah, because Amazon doesn't care, but uh, there's there's got to be a way to fix this without getting the federal government involved. It's, uh, right now just you just don't want all these states getting involved in doing this because what stops them from, from getting involved in other things in gaming too? It's just uh, n- not to mention your by the the fact that you're doing this with console games you're really hurting the mobile market which obviously the console games don't care about whether they're hurting the mobile market or not but
0: you know they'll just stop selling games in Hawaii that's how they deal with it <laughs> Yeah, yep. come, come come to the mainland if you want to play uh, Call of Duty
1: <laughs> right uh, so I remember them saying something about Demon Souls Online was going to end like months ago and they've officially announced now that Demon Souls, the first in the Souls games, uh, yep. February 28, 2018, the online portion of the game is going to end.
0: Yeah. It's been around for like 8 8 or 9 years, so it's yeah. had a good run.
1: <laughs> Plus it's not an online only game, so you could play the single
0: player just fine. Yeah, without that. That game will be impacted by the servers going offline, but it won't be – you won't be able to play it at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, You can buy Plots of Land on Star Citizen now for $50 of real money.
0: You still can't play the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: But, hey, if you want your Plot of Land, which they promised there was zillions of Plots of Land. Of course. Uh, pay your $50 people which will probably not go to fixing anything in Star Citizen but go Yeah. you do that would you buy a plot of land in Star Citizen
0: I wouldn't buy Star Citizen
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we talked about that game for like
0: yeah yeah, I don't know how many
1: shows straight at one point when it was still in the Kickstarter thing
0: I mean, it's a Ponzi scheme. Like, like (laughs) people who don't realize it already dates.
1: I don't know how they didn't catch on to that eventually. But I guess that's how all Ponzi schemes work. You don't realize that you're doing a Ponzi scheme until the government comes in and goes, okay, you're getting arrested. Like, (laughs) oh, what? Crap. (laughs) Uh, And one last bit of good news, because I really enjoyed this game, and it deserves all of the Praise it's getting for the game of the year stuff and winning categories and whatnot. Uh, Hellblade: Sinua Sacrifice has sold 500,000 copies. Uh, the studio made a profit. And of course, this is a Ninja Theory uh, making this game, and it's sort of like a triple A indie. And they've gotten 13 million dollars in revenue from the game in three months. <laughs> And they were able to donate a lot of that to charity as well for the mental condition that the game deals with, so that's kind of cool actually, yeah
0: are you interested in
1: playing the game at all
0: or i I'd be if I had it a try I try try to play it. I know it's a short game, so that would yeah,
1: help yeah. <laughs> and of course, net neutrality is in the news again
0: because oh, got cancelled today, yeah. Oh God. You ready for ca- your
1: internet to get throttled? and
0: Yeah, and then ca- ca- Comcast immediately took down their net like, neutrality pledge. It's like, yeah, of course you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you're going to find a way to start charging us more money. You still, you charge us unlimited data of $50. Yeah. Uh, What are you going to add on to this? It's, it's almost going to be impossible to have internet at some points now. It's just.
0: I mean, ridiculous. I only—the only thing I look forward to is in three years it gets, you know, it gets rolled back again.
1: <laughs> yep, I just hope that they don't try to put in some protection where they can't roll it back. That's the only thing that I worry about. But
0: I think they can try, but like in 2020, when someone else is in office, it's getting rolled back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine Trump getting elected again. It's not the way things are going now, but. You know, Stranger Things have happened. Yeah. Uh, DC is making a new Harley Quinn animated show. Great. <laughs> Are you wanting to see that? I know it's on DC streaming service. So.
0: <laughs> no, I'll be, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: You're like, yep, yeah, I'm good. Uh, not watching that. Uh, the whole story about Disney taking over Fox's properties again has appeared. And this one seems to be a little bit more serious because they bring up the whole, well, when they bought Marvel and Lucasfilm, nobody really knew about it, which is true. That seemed to just come out of complete nowhere. And James Cameron even talked about how it actually would make more sense for Disney to have it at this point because they have the Avatar thing at the Disneyland or World or whichever one it is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he makes a good point. I feel like this is almost inevitable at this point.
0: Maybe. I mean, until, you know, the contract is fully announced, I, you know, it's just speculation and, you know, hope, you know, so.
1: I do worry about, like, the TV shows. Like, if Disney would wind up canceling some of them because, you know. It's, eh. I mean, would they really run it all the way? Yeah, I guess Fox would still need to have content because they'd still owe the, the TV network. So.
0: Yeah. Gotham would still be on. Let's say that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I think they would definitely not want to kill something that makes money for for them. But I don't know. We've seen them uh, do crazier things. Uh, so they keep shutting down these Star Wars games, so uh, you know they, they could do worse. Yeah. At this point, um, so I'm just gonna. There's like really no games coming out. Hey Bethesda Pinball, are you? Ooh. I know you like pinball games, so.
0: Yeah, but not pinball fix games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, that Steep Olympics edition is what we've all been waiting for.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. Steep came out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> weren't you excited? You wanted to play that game for a while.
0: Yeah, like the demo, the preview was cool, but like that game came out and no one cared. And it, was a, I, it had no personality whatsoever. I,
1: I would never sing it at E3, and I'm like, nobody asked for this. Like, who asked for a winter sports game? Yeah. No one. <laughs> Just weird. Uh, Bay Chronicles 2, of course, the big game that comes out on Friday. Uh, I'm super excited for it. Street Fighter 2, the 30th anniversary, the one with the red cart.
0: Yeah, that'll right, catch fire. Out.
1: Yeah, that'll catch fire, and then Doom VR for the PCs also comes out on Friday. Okay, so here's the... Let's run through this because this is already long. I didn't realize how long we'd already yep, Talking talk about <laughs> this. Uh, okay, so the Game Awards here, which, let me make sure that I was correct about the day it is December 7th right? yeah December 7th you can it's on a Thursday you can watch it on like so many different places just not on TV uh, so don't look for it there it's not on spike TV anymore if you're still
0: which is probably a good thing <laughs> yes
1: yeah, so uh, these now they do have fan categories but these are voted on by different like basically a conglomerate of journalists uh, in the gaming industry. Uh, so these are why these nominees are here. It's not like Jeff Keighley just nominates a bunch of things himself. Just some people don't understand the the rules. I heard people a- asking this constantly. Uh, so we'll do Game of the Year last. I'm not gonna do all these because you know. Yeah, I'm not all of them are like needed. <laughs> uh, but best story: What remains of Edith Finch? Near Automata, Hellblade. Wolfenstein 2 and Horizon Zero Dawn. I'd go Nier. <laughs> I have not played Nier. I've heard a lot of great things uh, about Nier. I really enjoyed Hellblade's story. I have not played Wolfenstein two story enough on my end to say, but I've, you know, watched videos of what goes on after where I'm at, and it looks really... Interesting. I would vote for Wolfenstein too, but I feel like Horizon's is going to wind up winning this.
0: I don't know. The, the later parts of Horizon's tour are kind of bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised
1: that you're right on that, but I also think like there's only so many categories that like Hellblade could win something, so they may give Hellblade a shot here too. Um. So. I, I, that, I'll, just, I'll settle on Horizon, probably winning.
0: Oh, uh, what's I'm trying to find the quote. There's a great quote from Be, uh, Brad Shoemaker from Giant Bomb. It was a few days ago. The quote was, "The tweet was near Automata is like, what if Kojima was good?
1: <laughs> oh God! Wow."
0: Which is entirely accurate.
1: (laughs) I know a lot of people did not like the Metal Gear Solid 5 story, but it doesn't discount the other stories in the other games.
0: Um, Suffice it to say, Dan didn't like that comment too much. (laughs) No, I'm
1: sure he didn't. Uh, So, the best art direction... Destiny Two, Cuphead, Legend of Zelda, uh, Persona Five, and Horizon. I feel like I Cuphead mean, is going to win anything that involves art.
0: I would say Persona Five, but I know that's a fanboy. But yeah, come by Cuphead. That or that, or maybe Zelda. Like Zelda did have good, good art direction, but
1: I'd love for Persona Five to win. But I also really think that the Studio uh, MDHR guys deserve a lot of credit for the dedication that they gave to that game, and the way it looks is just ridiculous. So, yeah. uh, you know, even though I think Persona 5 is incredibly stylish, and like you can put that game on, and I think you could blow people away with the way it looks, and even the menus are cool. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I feel like it's going to wind up winning. Uh, best audio design. Destiny 2, Hellblade, Resident Evil 7, Legend of Zelda, and Super Mario Odyssey.
0: I don't care. I guess Mario. <laughs> uh,
1: I feel like this is when Hellblade should win, because you have all the, the voices going on in your head the other stuff that goes on around you. Like if there's anything that Hellblade should win for something is, is audio design. Just watch some of those making ups that they do for that game. And you'll go, Oh wow. They really put a lot, uh, into that. Um, sure. j- just to make that work. What well, some of these awards are. Just yeah. Really like, why uh, are we, um, uh, doing these, uh, best action game, Prey, Neo, Destiny 2, Cuphead, and Wolfenstein 2.
0: Of that list, I haven't played it, but I might, I'd probably say Wolfenstein.
1: I will say Wolfenstein will probably win.
0: But, or like, or
1: Destiny 2.
0: See, this, the, these, some of these categories are kind of weird, because I would actually put like near Automata in that list. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, they put it for best RPG, and it's like, yes, it has RPG mechanics, but, like, so does Assassin's Creed Origin, and, like, those mechanics are even more, like, more stringent, and it's not there at all, so, what the fuck? (laughs) You know,
1: I feel like they were just trying to make sure that there was categories that all these games could win one and for one, why do you have action and action adventure as well? That I don't understand. Then you don't have adventure by itself. So. That,
0: yeah. yeah, well, I think action adventure is more, is slightly more character driven than like just like straight action. Mm. But like prey is kind of an adventure game, but it's also kind of a horror game. I mean, yeah, same, that's, you know. Yeah.
1: I'll say that uh, Wolfenstein winds up winning this, but I'd say, you know, Watch Out Cuphead could could also take this too. Uh, best action adventure game, Uncharted Lost Legacy, Assassin's Creed Origins, Zelda, Mario, and Horizon.
0: Uh, uh, probably Zelda. Like, I might say Horizon, but I haven't played Zelda or Mario, so... I know it's not going to be Uncharted or Assassin's Creed.
1: (laughs) The reason I will say Mario is because I feel like Zelda will be the one that wins the game of the year. So they may not want to do multiple categories just to let each one of these games win one. So I'll say Mario gets this. Uh, Even though all five of these could... Really I, I think, uh, really, I think Uncharted is kind of on the lower end, yeah. but all four of the yeah. other ones
0: could win. I might say the same thing about Assassins, but yeah, like Uncharted and that one is kind of a, huh? But... Yeah.
1: Uh, best RPG, South Park, The Fractured But Whole, Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, Nier, Persona 5, and Final Fantasy 15, because they're... um. Their uh, categories and they have to pick the categories. But I think like early November.
0: Yeah, so they didn't make the cutoff last year. So, I'd say Persona Five, but like Persona Five
1: should win.
0: They, like the only other competition would be Divinity. Like, like I said, near on this on this specific like topic is just kind of like weird.
1: I mean, you're talking about three. Great games, and then two yeah. very good ones. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's really between Persona and Divinity, but I wouldn't be surprised if Near might get something because, you know, on the other list, it's a bigger long shot. Um, I'm gonna say Persona just because I hope they win this guy over.
0: I'd say Persona because it's not a lot of reviewers play PC RPGs anymore. Like, Divinity's, Divinity is probably a better, like, overall game than, like, Isn't Persona 5. Trinity like,
1: like, I think two or three on the, like, most highest rating for this year?
0: Yeah. 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 But it's a very complex game that is, like, hard to get into. Right. And, yeah. like, it's... Like, Persona 5 is, generally speaking, an easy game. Or it's approachable, let's say that. Divinity is not.
1: <clears throat> yeah, we also gotta remember that this is sort of, like, the... Emmys or it's supposed to try to be the ga- the awards for the casual person. Yeah. So they're probably going to go with the games that people might actually, you know, know more about or have played. So you're right. In that instance, that persona would probably uh, win in that case. Uh, best fighting game, Tekken seven, Nidhog two at Cool that that's on there. Marvel's Capcom, Infinite, Arms, and Injustice Two. If Injustice Two does not win this, something went wrong. Uh, just because from a casual perspective, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, it was also one of the best fighting games of the entire year, and uh, three of these aren't on that level. And yeah, Tekken Seven is more Tekken,
0: even though it's great. It's still more Tekken. I mean, yeah, I would say, I would say Injustice, but. I would- Tekken Seven might be a dark horse,
1: yeah. Just
0: because it's been a long time since since a Tekken game has been around. That's true. That's that's actually been good. Uh yeah. And like Nidhog Two is fine, but I wouldn't like not for this list. <laughs> no. Once they introduce online play, then we can talk about it. But.
1: <laughs> Plus, and Arms, I, I think was too out there. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best strategy game which I feel like just includes all the strategy games that came out. Uh, XCOM 2 War of the Chosen, Tooth and Tail, which I have not played at all, Total, Warhammer, Total War, Warhammer 2, Halo Wars 2, and Mario and Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle.
0: I will tell yeah, you that be... I
1: enjoy Mario and Rabbids a heck of a lot more than Halo Wars 2. So. Yeah,
0: it'll be Mario XCOM. It's not going to be the other four. Not at all.
1: <laughs> I, w- I would agree, yeah. A lot of people really like Total War, though.
0: Yeah, they're crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I hope Mario and Rabbits wins, but wouldn't be surprised if XCOM is the one that uh, takes it. We don't. Uh,
0: well, you don't best, care about sports games?
1: <laughs> no, uh, I do, but not really. Uh, best multiplayer: Fortnite, Call of Duty, Over 2, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8, Destiny 2, and PUBG.
0: PUBG. No uh, question. Yeah, I
1: think PUBG is should win from all the hoopla that it's gotten this year. Deserved, deservedly so. And yeah, the, the fact for, that it's, uh,
0: yeah, if if Fortnite somehow wins, a guy like player know will, will shank <laughs> anyone at the <Epic laughs> <Yeah>. games. <laughs>
1: you know it. Uh, Mario Kart Eight really shouldn't win. I could see Destiny Two also possibly making a run here.
0: No. Um, this is PUBG's category for sure.
1: <laughs> so what, what is your most anticipated game of... And these are pretty... this is one of the bigger ones. Last of, Last of Us 2... Last of Us Part 2 is not coming out next year. Stop it. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster Hunter World, Marvel Spider-Man, and God of War.
0: Of these five. five, I would say Spider-Man, but I don't think it's coming out next year. <laughs> Like my actual list, my actual game That's, would probably be Dragon Ball.
1: <laughs> so both both of these have the 2018, right? They don't have the early 2018.
0: Right. The God it just of War and 2000...
1: Spider Man. Yeah. I would say Red Dead Redemption out of the ones that out of the two that we know are coming out next year for sure.
0: <laughs> I think God of War will hit next year, but I don't know about these other two.
1: I am it sort would of be... excited
0: for God of War. It would be nice if Spider-Man hit, but I don't know if it, if it will. <laughs> but, like my, like I said, my actual game would be like Dragon Ball Z. Just next month. <laughs>
1: I don't even know. I'd have to look at everything, but I am excited for a lot of these games here. Best Indie Game, which I think is actually one of the better categories in this entire thing. Uh, Pyre, Night in the Woods, uh, Cuphead, of E Finch, and Hellblade. Uh, I've played three of these. Uh, I'd love for Pyre to win, but probably won't. I think no. Cuphead's gonna win this.
0: I'd fight, yeah. I probably Cuphead or Hellblade. Like Pyre's neat, but it's still not as good as Bastion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's still really good. Uh, you know, I love the basketball game that you play. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, I know yeah. some people like. I think I think I saw some like Patrick Klepik say like. He still didn't understand how to play like, the game. <laughs> I was like, like he, basketball. He, he, I think he said he reinstalled the pyre just to, like, listen to the story or, like, experience the story. But the actual game part, he would, just wasn't interested in, which is kind of valid. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it myself. Like, I got okay at it, but it's not, like, a great playing sports game to me, personally. <laughs> <sighs> Fair enough. Best eSports
1: game, because I do not care about the training gamers, so I'm sorry if you don't like what I just said, but...
0: We all know it's going to be that guy from, uh, oh, uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> the, uh... The ben, guy
1: the, Beam?
0: Yeah, the Ben still rip-off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he looks, he looks the funniest just watching it.
0: i, uh, I know say, kind and, of I'll funny say, is,
1: like, sponsoring Andrew or Renee, though, so...
0: I'll say her just because I'm friends with her husband on Twitter or on Facebook. (laughs) Uh,
1: Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, and Overwatch. Overwatch is going to win. Yeah. People are still talking about it a year later. I do not care about all this.
0: uh, The eSports gamer. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: This I will. I do want to give it a little credit because I've played three of these games. Uh, Best debut indie game. Uh, please, for God's sakes, don't have the shit guy come out, come out again. Like, for God's sakes. Uh, Mr. Shifty is an awesome game that I don't think people gave enough credit this year. Um, uh, Golf Story is also very, uh, just from the fact that it's not just about golf, but also has a lot about golf in it, and Cuphead, of course. Slime Rancher is also decent enough. I've never played Hollow Knight, so I can't speak on it, but...
0: Uh, yeah, probably Cuphead.
1: <laughs> Cuphead's gonna win, but I'd love to see Mr. Shifty or Call Sorry win. Why the hell do we have a category for the best Chinese game?
0: Because they're probably co-sponsoring this thing, like Tencent. <laughs>
1: God. Okay, so Game of the Year, which I think is the only category that we have not uh, done yet, is, well, hold on. yeah, I, to I, don't have a, I don't have a VR thing to be able yeah, to Yeah, neither do I, so. <laughs> uh, to, to be able to say anything uh, on that at all. Uh, so it's uh, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Odyssey, PUBG, uh, Persona 5, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I don't have a problem with any f- five of those um Zelda is probably going to win.
0: Yeah, I mean my pick would be my would be percent of five, obviously, but I think actually maybe Mario. And I say that because like Zelda was a very cool idea, but it had like problems with the inventory.
1: <laughs> right, I, I think though from because Zelda um Zelda wind, wound up being the let's take Zelda and do something different with it. We'll probably win just based on that. Whereas Mario is just great.
0: Yeah, and, and it's another platformer. I mean, right. honestly, like I'd love Persona 5, but the other one would probably be Horizon. Like, it's doing a lot of the same things as other games, but it's still a unique setting. And it has some unique mechanics to it.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so far in the time that I've been, I love the setting and the the just the, that whole like the way that they the, set up the characters and everything. I'd love for Persona Five to win, but I just,
0: yeah, don't it's, it will. a long yeah yeah, uh, they're gonna go for the more casual. Um, I mean, Persona Five is like a game I replayed like twice, like in rapid succession. Like the second it was over, I just hit like new game plus and started again. So, I and mean, that says something to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that have done that. There's people that have played it multiple more than two. Uh, so I never finished it uh, just because it's a long game and I constantly have to be playing other things. But, but it's just I, I think certainly all the all those games and a lot of the games that we we're probably going to want to do in the top 25 again, but when we have the top 10, any of those could probably win uh game of the year. This has been a great year for games. This is going to be a hard thing for them to, I don't know how much real thought they put into this as far as like when they decide who's the winner is. I think they do put a lot of thought into making the nominees, but
0: I mean, uh, honestly, like the only it's, it's also a dark candidate, but PUBG might actually like, if it comes out, it might actually win. Like, that's it. that's the Well, I think factor. it's
1: on here based just on the whether it comes out or not. Like, if, even if it's in...
0: Early access. In the
1: early access. Yeah. You know, even if the game preview version does not hit Xbox One X or whatever... Yeah. Uh, it's still on here based off of that and based off of all the people playing it and enjoying it and everything else, so...
0: It's ironic that an ARMA-inspired game could be considered a Game of the Year contender.
1: <laughs> yes, it is, it is, and the fact that Fortnite is basically living off the fact that the guy should have just shut up and never said anything either, but, you know. You make mistakes sometimes when you uh, speak out, so, yeah, uh, again, make sure you enjoy the Game Awards on December 7th. We'll have a show before then, but...
0: All right. I doubt it. That's like next week. No, that's exactly next week from now.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I played enough of uh, if I played enough of Xenoblade, that could take up like the first fifteen minutes. And if there's something else <laughs> that happens before then, uh, the way we're going with loot boxes, who knows? There could be twenty more stories about loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. All right thank you for uh listening to the show uh sorry it went a little bit extra long I don't i try not to have these have us go over uh hour thirty five an hour and thirty five minutes or so but hey we put a lot in in here so uh thank you for listening if you enjoy what you heard, you can always hit that subscribe button video games to the max and of course if you wanna hear everything that we do uh podcast wise You can go to W2Net.com or just along with Video games Match, you can hit subscribe on the W2 Network everywhere that podcasts are available on your favorite service. We are there, and if we're not on your favorite service, let us know. You can hit mark at Humanity Plague. I'm at W2M Sean. You can hit at the whole entire site and network at W2 Network. And, yeah, make sure you check out uh, One. And last word on life as well. And we will see you guys next time. Later. Later.
0: The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.